one thing we have to keep in mind is that, and we talked about it on the show. But at the same time, it comes from two different points. Then all of a sudden, you want to say, oh, well, you know, best, I think for me, I don't know if I can speak for everybody else. This is Dead is Sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide. Dead in Sports. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Ange. Joining me on the show, we have Shelton J. What's happening, man? How y'all doing? Chilling, bro. Nikki Dusay. And uh, what, what they call him? Kyrie Fifo. Yes, it. Fifo Irvin. <laughs> Fifo Irvin. Nick's, Nick's mic ain't on, I don't think. He's, he's doing what? Nick's mic's not on. Nigga, do say, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. All right. Yeah, so, all right, man. We uh, Let's get into it. We're going to get into it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Damn, I just, well, I can do it off the top of my head. But, obviously, this is NFL talk. That's why you see me in the, you know, the greatest team of all time gear right now. Um, our weekly picks. I tallied them mm-hmm. up, man. And, yeah, we was... <laughs> It, it did not go in our favor for most of the for most of us, but Shelton, you got um, I think you were three and one. Yes, sir. Four games. You only, you only missed. You only missed on the uh, Baltimore. Yeah, the Baltimore game because we all chills Lamar. Uh, that's probably what happened. We cursed this nigga. That uh, was an emotional pick. <laughs> I know I did. I, I was. I, I felt like I was apologizing all week, all weekend <laughs> to <Yeah>. everybody. Okay, <laughs> me and you went two and two. Because of the uh, the New Orleans game and the uh, Buffalo game, um, so yeah, moving forward, we can still bounce back. We still got a few. We got uh, this upcoming week AFC title game, NFC mm-hmm. title game, and then we got the Super Bowl picks as well. Yeah, which uh, try, we can do. I try to tell you not to bet against uh, Tommy Brady, especially when you, you betting on Drew Brees. I just I wouldn't do it. I don't even know what to say to that. Cause you, I don't you, you're just saying shit right now. It's 2020 hindsight because they busted their ass twice before I, this game. But that's that's the reason. So you wasn't that's you wasn't 100 confident they was gonna win that game. They you was just going off. Low. Of, <laughs> they say my body's low. For a good reason. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to hear you, man. But <laughs> no, I, yeah. I didn't think I didn't think Drew Brees could beat him three times in a row. That just wasn't gonna happen. It's not unusual. It typically goes goes that way. It's typically the teams that beat two teams two times in a season typically get a third. It's not uncommon. Not not when you're dealing with Tom Brady, one of the oh, possibly greatest of all time. All right, we're we, we, we going to get to Tom Brady. We're going to get to Tom Brady. Before we get into the playoffs and all the recaps and everything, there is some NFL news. Um First and foremost, uh, no black head coaches got hired over the last few weeks. <laughs> All these damn jobs open. Y'all couldn't hire one, brother? God damn it, shit. We got a hey, GM man. in Detroit. But shit. Hey, man, you, know, you, you know, we make light of it, but that's really a serious problem. It's, it's really bad. That it, it, it just doesn't make sense. And the thing about it is, it, it's not that none of them got hired. It's none of them we even mentioned. You don't even hear talk of the next up and coming young black assistant coach that's destined for greatness. You don't hear anything about that. And that's scary, man. I, I mean, I, I just don't understand it. I don't really care about them interviewing 
a certain amount of blacks for head coaching jobs. Make sure that they bring in a certain amount of black assistant coaches that kind of match the demographics. That would be more effective, in my opinion. If you have enough assistance in the pipeline, eventually they're going to start getting some of those jobs. But yeah, I just don't see it. I don't know. I think it was it was just weird because you see all these random ass names getting like the 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 head coach of the Falcons. The 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 Jets head coach kind of makes sense because he came from San Fran and shit. But they called Urban Meyer off the broadcast to go to fucking Jacksonville. Like, come on, Eric Bieniemy's right there. He could have done something with that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's certain like coaches right now that I'm just looking at. Like, bro, why are these? There's only two. We there's only two black head coaches now moving forward. We had three last season, and now we only got two. And and I like I said, I just can't understand it. I don't understand how they're not getting opportunities. And my question is, how is Eric Bieniemy doing in these? I would love to hear an Eric Bieniemy interview. I want to know what's being said in these interviews. What what's causing him not? To get looked like I, I don't get it. That's what that's what uh Maga Manny was saying. He was saying in the chat. He said, <laughs> that nigga may not interview well because that motherfucker don't get no jobs, right? No man, no love. He gets no love, and and it's like they don't even want to talk to him. Like, does he got some kind of bad stigma? Are they saying it's all? I, I don't get it. Maybe they saying it's all Andy Reid. I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, exactly. I think Andy Reid being there is too much. It's just like. It's like Scottie Pippen trying to get some love during that Chicago run. It's like, yeah, well, we acknowledge you, but everybody give a fuck about Mike. You know what I mean? Like, Mike is right. there. Like, if it ain't for Mike, we ain't, you may not even be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so uh-huh. I think I, I, I think he would have to go to a situation that's unfavorable, like the Eagles or um, what's another? I, I think there's or Houston or no, Houston already got their coach. They got random ass coach too. But the Eagles, I think you have to go somewhere like it's a bottom dwelling team. Mm-hmm. that he would have to resurrect out of the ashes. Because right now, that's what the Eagles are. I mean, at this point, if you got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. But yeah. you wouldn't think with, with a guy who has that type of coaching skill set as far as to coach up Patty Mahomes to he'll have to go prove himself with the Eagles. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it, it, just, it just doesn't make sense to me. And with the amount, the percentage of players in the league being black, there's no way you can't tell me that some of these guys aren't good enough to coach the game. If you're good enough to play, you're good enough to coach. And I know they got enough bright, young, young, talented black men that could be in these positions. I'm not saying shun all white people. That ain't what I'm talking about. But I'm just saying it still should be a fair representation by this point. We, we talked about 2021 and how I still say the quarterback job is unbalanced. It's, it's not right. And they're not all held to the same standards. There's no way. When we talk about quarterbacks, there's no way a black quarterback would get as many looks as a Carson Wentz. Because when I when people talk about Carson Wentz, for the most part, people talk about him like a glass half full. Like this guy should be great, but it's this reason, it's that reason why he's not. This reason is that reason. If he was black, he'd be trashed. You know what I'm saying? It just, it, I just feel that way. I feel the same way about Baker. Baker got time after time after time to prove himself in in. Had done how many how many playoff games has Carson Wentz won in his career? Do y'all know? I know none, name. none. But don't nobody say that. But we talk about Lamar and how he ain't won none. But he finally got the monkey off his back, but he's still trash. It's just, it's just not, it's not fair in in the grand scheme of things the way these people are compared. And I'm talking about the quarterbacks. I'm talking about the coaches. The whole nine. 
Um, hmm. Yeah, I was shocked, um, especially after all of the noise that was made, all of the conversation that took place, blah, 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 blah. And this is why I'm becoming less of a fan of, um, you know, the phrase when people say, let's have a conversation. Mm. Let's just talk about it. You know, let's have this open dialogue. Talking ain't solving shit. We've been talking for like, what, five years now? We've been doing the show a very long time, man, almost damn near a decade. And we've been talking about this for since we damn near got on the show. The mainstream media have been talking about it for the last two or three years. And nothing has changed. So, um, and they have rules in place. So this is where policies and procedures can fail as well, too, because there's always loopholes. This is how America is built. And these are how companies, you know, work on protecting themselves um, from any potential liability. This is a very, very huge issue that won't be solved by looking at um, white owners or a majority uh, white uh, front office. I mean, it's going to start with them changing the color of the front office, changing the color of the owners, which will take forever. And, um, and then you may see some trickle-down effect. But right now, I, there's no hope in sight for me. Yeah, it's, it, it's one of those bad scenarios where you got to say it is what it is and just move on because clearly nothing's going to really change anytime soon. But to not end on that type of sour note, let's get into these playoffs. Um, recapping last week, man, those, those, some of those games were really interesting and some of those games were just like baffling as well. Let's start with probably the game that everybody's been talking about more so all weekend is that Baltimore and Buffalo game. Uh, man. Did, uh, Ken, did Lamar let Nas down? <laughs> <laughs> he did, man. He did. He had, he had a moment. You go down 10, you're driving down, you're right there in the red zone, and, you know, you just read the field wrong. And I, I get it. You know, he, he didn't go through his progressions. Dude kind of hit on him, and he threw an interception. Not only that, it was a pick six. And that's on you. So you went from potentially tying the game to losing the game just that quick. And even if they got three, that's fine. You responded. You answered the call. You're showing up in a big moment in the playoffs like you did last week. And that's what people want to see from you, especially after your first game where you struggled mightily. And then the second game um, didn't go in your favor as well. And then you get there and you did all that work and you just throw it away, man. Um, so he did. And Lamar got to get in the lab, bro. And I guess we can have a later conversation about him, but sticking strictly to the game. Um, it was a tight game. Wham Newton, was, he, he wasn't playing all that well either. He was missing people left and right. But this came down to two quarterbacks, one making a play, one didn't. And um, and it was on Lamar. So I don't, I don't think that... It's not going to change the narrative about him because people like to talk negatively about him. Um, uh, I talk negatively about him based on some things that I've seen that I don't like, um, but that's what we do here. That's our job. And, um, and there's no really hidden agenda because everybody knows I'm pro brother. I want everybody to see, but part of that success comes with the criticism that I have of him because I see where this is going. And for him to get down there, I, to throw that interception, I just, 
had nothing else to say, man. Like, he got to get better, bro. He just got to get better. Like, enough's enough. We can't keep making excuses for him um, constantly. And we can get into the organization. We can get into a lot of things that Buffalo did for Josh Allen that the Ravens haven't done for Lamar. That's valid. The same thing that happened with Cam. But talking strictly about the game for him to throw that pick six, that was devastating. He got to take care of the ball in that situation. It's, it's too big a moment. It's when to go home. What about you, Shelton? Man, I, <clears throat> to be honest, for me, it wasn't even the pick six that bothered me. It was the response to the pick six. Um, oh, man, Shelton, here we go. Yeah, what I'm saying, what I'm saying about that is, is his response. Like, I, you're going to make mistakes. Stuff, things are going to happen, and, and it was a bad pick. It was, it was an awful pick in an awful time. But once again, it's how you respond to those moments that make you what you are. You still wasn't out of that game. You, you still had an opportunity to win that game. I mean, you were down, what was it, 17-3 at that point? You get your guys together and say, we drove down the field one time. Let's do it again. You still had a whole quarter and a half left to play. So all he had to do was rally the troops, have a conversation with your guys, pump them up, put it, it's my fault. The next series, I'm going to pick it up. That's what a good quarterback does. That's what an MVP does. And the fact that he just he just doesn't if, – if things are going good, he's your guy. He's pumped up. He's excited. But when things are going bad – I remember I used to see that with Cam a lot, Cam Newton. He would do the same thing in Charlotte. When, he was, when things were rolling, he was that guy. He was pumping everybody up, including himself. But when things were bad, he would hang his head, and he just wouldn't be the same player. And it's kind of like you you got to be consistent. That's what – being a great quarterback is all about. And that's what he's going to have to develop and no more excuses going forward. Like you said, kid, you got to step it up and just show that he can do the job because no, you, you can't pick who you play with at this stage. You know, he, he ain't got the option. So no, he's not going to go out there and grab a number one receiver off the street. This is not going to happen. You play with the hand you're dealt and you do the best job you can with that and make it happen by any means necessary. And that's what he should have done. Well, Lamar couldn't do any of that because his ass was in the in the, in the <laughs> his ass was on the sideline. I get what you're saying, but yeah, Lamar couldn't do shit. He was gone. <laughs> nah, man, that game was like that game was just it was a it was a battle for real, and it was it was one of those games where like if he would have won that or shown that he it was like it wasn't like on his side of the football that they lost, that would have. Not to say that we're proven a lot because he's already done so much mm-hmm. as a QB so early in his career, but it would just been like, okay, now we don't have to ever talk about this shit again. But here we are once again talking about it. And Ken, I do agree to your point. Like 80% of that that loss was on Lamar. You got to make that read. There's the, there, to me, there's not enough field because you're in the red zone for you to throw that ball to that man anyway in the first place. Like either throw it away or run. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's just like he – and maybe that's because of the offense, the weapons and stuff like that. Again, that's the 20% that you can credit to the organization and coaching staff. But that was on Lamar. Uh, and it's disappointing because now we got to look at this – right boy Rick? That's what you call him. <laughs> <laughs> we got to look at Josh Allen, punk ass, eased on his way down to the AFC title game. Mm-hmm. Like – what the fuck? Like, 
And to me, Baltimore's defense held, Baltimore's defense held strong. Mm-hmm. That whole Josh, they only the offense only scored seven points or ten points. The offense, mm-hmm. the whole game. That pick six is what what changed the game. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that Justin Tucker been doing more opera than kicking field goals. That motherfucker was. I'm like, what? You Justin Tucker? You supposed to be the best kicker in the league, right? You missed three. You missed two of them in a in a playoff game because they could because that that would have been nine points on that drive that Lamar takes. So he wouldn't even been pressed because either way mm-hmm. they could have took the lead with a field goal or a touchdown. But now that you missed that, now the more pressure's on Lamar, and it just made that situation just even more, just more dicey. So, I mean, I think that uh, my main thing is that the OC needs to be fired for Baltimore. They need to get another OC who's more offensively minded or who's willing to take a chance to be creative with Lamar. And then moving forward, they need to get either Allen Robinson from the Bears, who will be a free agent, or Kenny Galloway, or whatever his name is. Kenny, not Allen. Allen Daniel done. Allen may be done, but he better than what they got now. He better than Dez. Yeah, but we'll be having this game conversation a, a year or two after he gets there. Allen Robinson done? What? Yeah. I don't know about that. He better than what they got. So I, 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 where's, I, where's North Turner now? Y'all know? He probably in retirement. Kicking it. Yeah, he ain't coming that's back. Who, that's the OC. He that's who should be his OC. I mean, I don't know if y'all saw Cam Newton when he came back uh, for those seven games, those first seven games before he hurt his arm again. But he made Cam Newton New England or no? He talking he talking no, about in, when he was in Carolina. I remember that, but I'm I'm cool on North Turner because he's proven that he can only get you somewhere, but he ain't gonna get you all the way there. He'll be okay as an OC though. But yeah, I'm with you. But, Let's but get I'm talking about the development of Lamar. Like Lamar yeah, could be a lot. I think the ceiling on Lamar isn't as high as people have it. Like no, <laughs> it's I, not. I, I think he can be a really good overall quarterback if he's given the right opportunity with weapons and, a, and an OC who can believe in him. I don't think North Turner is, uh, has that juice or energy in him le- right now. He's been through so but, many teams. Like, but that's the thing when he when he was in Car- when he came to Carolina, I saw a new Cam Newton. I saw something that I hadn't seen his whole career. He because he had shortcomings with passes and you know throwing a lot of overthrowing a lot of passes. He wasn't accurate when when North Turner got there. His completion percentage went through the roof. He became a better quarterback, and the team was winning games. So until his arm went out, that's when he, we know his, he was having all the arm issues. But he even that, when that was going on, they were losing, but he was hiding that. He, he just did a good job with him. And I, I like what I saw out of Cam with Noah Turner. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind bringing him, you know, doing a similar thing for Lamar because, he, he, like I said, he did his thing when he was in Carolina with, with Cam. He helped um, – with short passing and, and with you know better routes, he helped him to become a more accurate passer. Cam didn't have knockout wide receivers in, in Carolina at that time. Ted Ginn and, and those guys, are, I think Ted Ginn was still there. But it, either way, he didn't have the best receivers. They just made it happen. And I like what North Turner did with Cam Newton. What about you, Manny? I feel like we overreacting to, to this whole situation with uh, – with Lamar, man. I mean, I just think that we're just ready to just throw this guy to the wolves already after what? Three seasons. I think it's what his third season, right? Four season. This is his fourth. Or this is the culmination of his fourth season, right? I believe so. Um, or is this his third season? I forget. But anyway, this is still a very, very young quarterback. I mean, he's still on his rookie quarter. I mean, he's still on his rookie deal. 
Like this is a dude that that essentially is still like wet behind the ears. Like, and we're ready to just basically discard him or like start firing OCs because he had a, a bad playoff game. And honestly, I don't even think his game was that bad overall. I mean, the pick six was just it's just yeah, you can't even you can't even defend that, obviously. But you know, I just think that I think we're just overreacting to it, man. I mean, look, Lamar is still a very good quarterback. I think he I think when he's healthy and when he's right, I think he's one of the top ten best quarterbacks in the league. He's dynamic in everything that he does. I just think that the problem with that team is that that team is so reliant on him playing great every single game. Like they're so dependent on him and his and his own kind of personal dynamism to just be great all the time that I think that that's kind of puts a lot of pressure on him to actually, like he has to play great every single game that he plays. Like there, there can't be a lot, like he can't have a bad game. Like he can't have a Drew Brees game. He can't have a, you know, even a Josh Allen type performance where, you know, Josh Allen can sometimes, you know, have those games where he's just throwing the ball all over the place, you know, negatively. I say that, um, you know, Baltimore can't get away with that. And I think that's more of an issue on the offense. Like right now, list me who their best list me a wide receiver or a tight end outside of Mark Andrews on that team that you would take on your team right now. I'm not even giving you Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is a solid wide receiver. Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews is a very good tight end. Like he's, he's he's not good tight end. He is not very good. Cause I've seen him drop a lot of balls. Yep. No, he's, 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 he's solid. He's solid. You can win with, you could do a lot worse with Mark Andrews. But other than that, like Willie Sneed, you know, even Hollywood Brown, like Hollywood Brown is like a, a, a Kmart version of John Brown. Like he's just, he's just a deep threat. Like he's, he's not, he disrespect the fuck out of John Brown. He did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just like, no, but for real, like, honestly, like outside of maybe Mark Andrews, like, their running game, like Dobbins is okay. He's nice. He's a good running back. I, I think he's he's added to that team. But, you know, I don't think any of you guys would say, oh, yeah, I'm building my franchise around J.K. Dobbins. Same thing for Gus Edwards. And we all know Mark Ingram isn't that guy. You know, tight end, obviously, we already discussed Mark Andrews. And then wide receiver, Willie Sneed, Des Brown, forget about it. Uh, Des Brown, forget about it. Like, they just don't have a lot of great offensive weapons outside of Lamar. Like, he is their offense. Literally is their offense. Like if you take Lamar Jackson off that team and for instance, put Joe Flacco, what is that team? What is that team? I I asked anyone. It's true. Like they literally have like, look at what the bills have done for, for, for Josh Allen. And I know you brought this up Ken earlier, but it's true. I mean, they got Stefan Diggs. They got John Brown. They got the kid, Gabriel, uh, whatever his name is. It was, it was a, it was a nice solid receiver is coming into his own. Like, you know they have a good solid running game. I think their their running game is pretty much the same as the as 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 the Ravens as far as like notoriety and depth or whatever. But they just have a better overall infrastructure around Josh Allen than the Ravens do. So I, I, I just think that to me to, to to me to just kill so so to sit here and make this like an indictment on Lamar Jackson and he's like he's got to get better and I agree he's got to get better he's got to get better. I, I think the whole. The whole throwing, for, you know, his pocket passing and all that stuff, I think it's a little overblown. Like, I think he's a better pocket passer than I ever thought uh, Cam was. Like, I, I think he's a better thrower of the football than Cam was. I, I, I Maybe that's I controversial that. to say on here. I but I think he's a better thrower of the football than Cam Newton was. I think so, it will be, yeah. So yeah, we don't so need I, to fire the OC. No, hey, I, think um, they need, yeah. I think they need to add more talent to that team. They need to add more talent on the skill positions. No, see, here's the thing, though, Manny. Here's where I disagree with you. Um uh, 
you play with the hand you're dealt. So if the offensive coordinator can't get it done with the players that he has, I understand what you're saying about building around him. You should do that. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. But at the same time, the offensive coordinator can't make it work. You get somebody in who can, who will make it work with what you have to work with. Because it's evident that this team can play better. And that's why it's not an indictment against him saying that he should be thrown to the wolves. But yes, he should be held more accountable. He, he's proven he can do it. If he hadn't proved it before by winning MVP, then he wouldn't have an argument. But the fact but that I, he's won MVP, that throws that rookie talk out the window. He's already proved he can win. He's already proved he can play. Now we just need him to see see more evolution from him. Yeah, he I'll, deserves more weapons. But at the same time, there's no – ain't nobody going to give him just a pass. Nobody's throwing him to the wolves. And nobody's giving him a so pass. Say that. You are. You spent like 10 minutes talking about all the things. Is. that he <laughs> I'm not saying give him a pass. I'm not saying give him a pass, but I feel like people are just ready to like, I mean, no, if you look, they, and not even on this show, not even on, not even us necessarily, but I'm just saying in general, the overall narrative, like just well, on we Twitter know. and social media, like people are just ready to like run this dude out of town. Like, yo, calm down. Mm-hmm. I, I came on this show last week or a couple weeks ago and I killed Russell Wilson for that playoff performance. And people was like basically coming at me with pitchforks. Like, how dare you say that about Russell Wilson? Look at who Russell Wilson plays with compared to Lamar Jackson. I would say this, like, we, I agree with you. The media is always going to kill Lamar. What, any fault he has, they will hyper, you know, they'll be super on top of it for no reason most of the time or exaggerated. But for this one, it's like, it's like you said, Manny, it's his third year in the league and we see the same shit for three years straight. He gets bounced out of the playoffs because one lack of oh, weapons. Okay, it's Russell Wilson's 10th year in the league and he's still making the same mistakes. No, no, no. So are we going to be hard on Russell? Like, we're not, we're not talking about Russell right now. We're talking about Lamar. That's but, 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 but look at what you just said there. It's his third year in the league, and he's still not doing the thing. Like, yo, it's his third year in the league. No, I'm third saying. Third year in the league. It's his third year in the league. He's won an MVP already. And for the most part, I think he's the youngest QB to get to 30 wins or whatever. Like, he's born. He's, I know he's, he's break, broken some records. So to, to Shelton's point. Some of that other shit as far as waiting to de- – we ain't got time for that. Like you said, my But I man, never said still, wait to develop, his, though. He's still on his rookie deal, which means what? He's in that same – he's in that nucleus that mm-hmm. every team wants to be in where you ain't got to pay your quarterback that much money and you can surround your team with talent and you can win games. That's right. what he's been in for the last two years at least. Right. So right. if you're right. trying to maximize that window, which they have, because it's really only Patty that you got to beat. It's only till just here – Till this year that we're looking at Baker and the Browns and the and Josh Allen with the Buffalo Bills. Before that, it was just Patty. So I'm gonna still keep mm-hmm. that energy as far as saying you only got to beat one team in the AFC, and then you win a Super Bowl. That's it. So right. if that's the window that we're talking about, because that's the window that they're they didn't think they were gonna be in this quickly, but they're in now. You got to change some things up if you want to compete. Look at what Green Bay did with Aaron Rodgers. After a while, you start seeing the same shit. You start losing in the same rounds or whatever. You got to change shit up and look at where they at now. So I think All a, new, I'm saying. a new OC, maybe even a new head coach will get Lamar and where he needs to be. I'll keep the head coach if you get a new OC that's actually really interesting. But if you're going to do the same old, same old, you might as well get rid of that whole staff. Because like, the, OC, the OC has been top 10 in rushing the last two stops he's been at, but been bottom 25 in passing offense. Mm. So mm. it's clearly it, there's something wrong. 
Right. I feel like it's more of a lack of, of true offensive weapons than I think it even is Greg Roman or anything else. And I'm not saying Greg Roman is is, you know, an offensive genius by any means. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I feel like I feel like the success that Lamar has had with this team is a credit to Lamar, not a not a disabled. I think that I, I think that it is, like I said, I, I give him a lot of credit, but it's the Giannis comparison for me. Like we talk about Giannis taking the next step in development all the time. We talk about that and how he's lacking that next step. It's like we need to see him take a step. Same thing with Lamar at this point. It's like, okay, next year I need you to do something. You know, and it's not just winning a playoff game. Let's see you evolve by throwing the ball 20 yards down the field. Let's see you evolve by doing something a little different than you've done now. You got to build on your game. Yeah, he does need a number one, but let's be honest. There's no team with it all. Ain't ain't really no team out there that got everything. You got to make it work with what you have. I keep saying that if if it was a perfect formula, every team would have every position filled with a star. And it ain't happening. It's just not going to happen. Everybody's going to be short somewhere. You pick and choose where you want to make your changes and what you want to do. And you're not going to find just the number one receiver laying on the ground somewhere. It'd be nice to go get a Julio Jones from Atlanta through trade or a player like that for him. That way, there wouldn't be any excuses. I would love for that to happen for his sake. But it just hasn't happened right now. So you figure out a way, and that's why you change offensive coordinators, Manny, is because you got to figure out a way to make it work with what he has. You got to figure it out. And he's been winning games, so it's evident he can win. It's just we need him to win in the playoffs. And that's and that's fair. And that's fair. I mean, I'm I'm not saying any of you guys are wrong. I'm just saying this hyperbolic like feeling like, oh yeah, we just gotta run Lamar out of town or he's done, or like, oh my god, like yo, chill out. Like the dude is throwing Willie Sneed. Like, and I know that you're not gonna sit, you're not gonna be in a situation where you're gonna have all pros at every level of wide receiver. Obviously. I get that. But like just I'm like give him Cooper Cup. Like, give him Robert Woods at least. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, good receivers, nobody's gonna sit there and call those guys all pro level receivers, right? But I mean, like mm-hmm. good, solid wide receivers. Like, and I think that the narrative is a little different. At least I think so. You think Cooper Cup or Robert Woods would be productive in, in Greg Roman's offense? I think they'd be better than Willie Sneed. I think they'd be so better that, than Hollywood that's Brown. A, that's a that's an answer without answering it. He gave, he, did, he gave me a shelter right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you do you agree or disagree? Would they not be better? Would they not be better wide receivers than the current crop of wide receivers they currently have? You would not see an improvement on this team, so I say no. Come on, Ken, stop, stop. Robert, Robert stop Woods, it. Robert Woods is only this good because of Sean McVay's scheme. Yes. Robert Woods uh, wasn't shit before Sean McVay got there. He was average at that. Yeah, okay. All right. When was you ever okay, talking we, about Robert we, Woods? We, okay, you brought up you brought we brought up Allen Robinson. You put Allen Robinson on this offense. Come on. First of all, the fact that you said Allen Robinson's done is yeah. yeah I don't. He's got, I don't. He's got, he's, got, he's got Mitchell. He's got Mitchell Trubisky throwing to him. Like enough said. Like, you, sh- you think Lamar Jackson? Never mind. Nah, don't don't nah, don't, don't go there. This is my point right here, Ken. Come on. Are you seriously going to tell me that Lamar Jackson as a quarterback, as a pocket quarterback? Is is comparable to Mitchell Trubisky? Like, come on now. Like, I know you don't believe that. I know you don't believe that. All right, we're moving on. We ain't gonna get to this. Let's talk about the winners. Shit, the winners of the game are the Buffalo Bills, 
I wonder what happens when they win a game. Does everybody get free wings or some shit? Oh no, Lamar Charity got money or something like that. It was, he was. I'm curious. They paid him in wings. <laughs> That's some nigga shit. Oh, let's, let's fuck Buffalo. Nah, because um, he playing with it. What in the world? Sheldon, who the hell are you talking? To? Put yourself on mute, man. Let's talk about the world on mute. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> I didn't know what you was doing. I was talking about my son. I'm sorry. <laughs> my question to y'all is, are the Buffalo Bills the scariest team left in the playoffs? No. Mm-mm. No. I, I, honestly, I just have, I haven't been impressed with Buffalo. Like, honestly, they should have lost to the Colts. And let's be fair, like, before the pick six, like, I, I honestly wasn't that impressed with them against the Ravens. So... I feel like the Ravens played badly, and that's why they lost. Like honestly, if the Ravens play a better game and Josh and, and, and Justin Tucker hits his field goals, which is what he's paid to do, I still feel like the Ravens have a chance to win that game. So I just haven't really been that impressed with Buffalo. Like I've been impressed with the connection that that Allen and Diggs. Like I, to me, that connection has worked far better than I ever thought it would, which is a credit to them. But honestly, like as a team, I just really haven't been that impressed with Buffalo. Like I just have not. And maybe it's just me watching them with Jets eyes, Jet fan eyes, but I just really have not been impressed with them. I mean, like, tell me something that I should be impressed. Like, their defense is okay. It's good, but it's not great. It's not all world. And their offense, like, outside of Allen and Dig, like, their running game is compromised, obviously, because of Moss being injured. And, yeah, I just I, I just haven't been that impressed, to be honest with you. They haven't been that great. And, and I was going to say as, as well, I, I, I'm confident enough to say even that if, um, Patty. If if Patty doesn't even play, I still think that Chad Henney can beat Buffalo. Oh, he did it! I'm that confident. <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna go that far, but I'll go that far. I'm not gonna go that. I'll far. go that far. Sheldon, you off the Henney? You thinking that? I ain't gonna go that far. I'll go Real that thermos, far. Real thermostat. I, I already know you've been drinking. I seen this. <laughs> I'll go that far. I know. I know anything is possible. I know. I know anything is possible and all that, but uh, I don't know about that one. I'll go yeah. that far. That de- that defense by the Chiefs, they played a really good game. And all they he has to do is get the ball. You you forgetting that this Chiefs team still has all the weapons in place. All he has to do is get the ball where it needs to go. You ain't got to get the ball. You ain't got to throw the ball deep. That's the problem. Bruh, the Chiefs defense is, is the worst part of their of the team. The Chiefs defense played a you defense. You can run the ball. All the, team, all the teams coming out of the playoffs can do one thing really well, and that's run the ball. Right. The Chiefs except for Buffalo. The Chiefs got the except worst Buffalo. Huh? Except for Buffalo. Singletary ain't doing nothing. I, I think I think the I think the Chiefs defense is better than I think people give the credit for. It's is it the 85 Bears? No, but the Chiefs defense is better. It's the worst part of their team as far as if you're judging it compared to what they have on offense, which we you know is all world. Um, but I think their defense is better than I think y'all give any credit for. But again, I to, to ask Chad Henney in an AFC championship game situation to be even the bills. Like I, I, that's to me, that's asking for a lot. If this was week seven, week seven of the regular season, like, okay, I could kind of see that. But in a game like this, I just don't see it. So I, I don't know. To Shelton point out, I appreciate the, the, the confidence in Chad Henney, but uh, Man, nah, listen, it, 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 you know what? I, I have confidence. Like, like I told y'all during the game, we talked about the game. I told you that they would still win. I have confidence in Andy Reid. I have confidence in his ability to figure out ways to get the ball to Tyreek Hill in space. 
to get the ball to um, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey and to make plays with those running backs. I mean, you I just think that. They, but see, see the problem is, I said that. But the, remember, I said but that? The thing, what makes a great quarterback, though, and I think that people really like don't pay attention to this fact a lot. Like, what makes a great quarterback? There's like four or five plays in a game where only that dude can make that play. Like only right. that guy can make a right. play. Like there's all like there's there's four or five plays within a game mm-hmm. that only a Patrick Mahomes, Correct. only a Deshaun Watson, Ben only only those guys can make those plays. So to me, can Chad Henney play well in spurts or in series? Yes, absolutely. Correct. But there's going to come a point in that game where Chad Henney's going to have him make a play. That we'll only see. a Mahomes type quarterback can make, and is is we'll he going to be able to make that play? And that's the difference between a Patrick Mahomes and a Kirk Cousins. That's the difference between see, that's, a, that's the, a Lamar that's Jackson the, and a Chad Henney, something like that. That's the thing, though, man. And not not every game is needed. That play doesn't have to come from him necessarily. Like I said, if you get the ball to Tyreek Hill in space, that's the play you needed. That's where you needed that play to come from. It doesn't always come from the quarterback. We know that there's several quarterbacks in the league that can manage games. I mean, we had Trevor Dilfer win a Super Bowl managing the game, you know, you don't always have to have that play. You just got to have solid play and not turn the ball over. If we can ask him to play solid and not turn the ball over, he can win the game. I just feel like he'd have a shot. I, I think that the way that team is constructed, all he has to do is be able to find his weapon, make the plays necessary to win that game. It'll be a closer game than it would be a Patrick Mahomes play. But he, he'd have just as good a shot. I almost really want to see him have to do it. It'll be more interesting than me. No one's asking for that game. You're the only nigga in the world that's asking for that game. (laughs) (laughs) We want to see we want to see the black man go against the white man. Yeah, the black man go against the black man. Lamar messed up. Yeah, yeah, he messed up. That's what I. That's what I. Trent Dilfer. Say it again, now. You said Trent Dilfer. Yeah. That de- he ain't playing with that defense, bro. Chad Henney's was- defense. I'm telling you, the, the that Browns, that Browns Chiefs game revealed a lot to me about that Kansas City defense. That when it comes to a, a good running game and a focused team, they they will get down the field. And if Stefanski would have been on his shit early on, they yeah. probably could have had a better chance. They would have probably been in there. So are y'all Stefanski Stefanski fucked them over. He blew that game, of course. Yep. But are y'all in any way comparing the Browns running game to the Bills running game? Because I don't know wh- where in the world Singletary and Moss can compare in any universe to Nick we're Chubb. And but, we're, but, but Josh Allen is significantly better than Baker Mayfield. I would say, I would say that Stephon Diggs is significantly better than anybody that they can have. Now, that's that's where the matchup problem will come from. Good, but then again, you got Honey Badger back there. No, I, I'm just saying it, it, it ain't going to be. This, I'm saying Josh Allen is a part of their running game as well. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, he, like it's not just the running backs. Josh Allen will extend plays, open up the pocket, and make a play on his own, either to get the first down or to throw a bomb to Stephon Diggs. That's a part of the running game scheme that makes the – Kansas City Chiefs, like, yeah, they have a good secondary, but when it comes to trying to, if they, if a team is focused on just running it down the, your throat, and that's what the Bills are going to have to get most success because I don't think Josh Allen throwing for thirty plus times is going to win the game. But he, but does that's what they, that. isn't that what they tried to do Sunday? They they have done it throughout the season. I, 
you know, I can't recall some of the teams, but Josh has had some pretty good passing um, games. So, uh, okay, look, I can't front Josh Allen. Josh Allen has balled out this year. Like, I, you know, I, I mess with him or whatever because I'm a Jeff fan. I can't stand the Bills, obviously. But, you know, Josh Allen, hey, Josh Allen is, has proved at least this year. I got to see him do it again consistently. But, you know, oh, this he, year he's he, I mean, he he's gotta, done he gotta, it. Like, he's so, playing some good ball. But let's talk about the let's talk about the game Sunday. Y'all think that the Buffalo defense is a great defense, a good defense, average defense? Or no, it's a it's a it's a it's a solid defense. I would say it's a solid defense. It's a pretty solid to good defense. Who did I say? I said it, the Ravens, right? You said it's Buffalo. I meant the Buffalo. Ravens defense. I'm sorry. I meant the Ravens defense. Oh, okay. So is the Ravens defense yeah, better said, than Buffalo's? Is that your question? No, my question was, uh, how, how is the Ravens' defense to y'all? I'm sorry. I said Buffalo, but I meant the Ravens. Wasn't it one of the top ten like defenses the in the NFL? Was it? Because I can't remember. I'm asking because I can't remember. You got your yeah, phone right here. Defense is- not like he was like a professor trying to set <laughs> yeah, us up for the, like this big <laughs> yeah, No, no, no. I wasn't saying <laughs> I wasn't saying it up. I was, no, I was honestly asking. That was That's what I was asking. Because they oh, look great. I the, Ravens def- the Ravens' defense is in the NFL. Ravens fans, let us know. I think the Ravens' defense statistically is better than Buffalo's. Yes. I thought that they slacked off this year. I couldn't remember, but I, I just couldn't remember where I, they I were they ranked. Their rankings when they when they beat up on all the bad teams. I think they – I don't know, man. I, I, ain't, I don't know. I'm not going to stop. Unless you're watching these. Uh, there we go. Ravens got a top five it. defense. Mr. T said they got a top five defense, and Buffalo is ranked top ten. Shout out. Shout, Weedham Boy said that, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Yeah, appreciate that because I, like, I, I really I like Ravens are number nine out of out of uh they had a top nine defense. I feel like so, the Ravens have more playmakers on their defense. I feel like the Ravens have more impactful players on their defense. Does that make it a better defense overall? I mean, I guess it's it's for your perception, I guess. I, I don't mm-hmm. think I think the Ravens defense played well on Saturday. It didn't play as good as I thought it would because I think it gave up the big touchdown there. Um, I think in the in the third quarter that I thought put them behind the eight ball a little bit, especially with the struggles that Lamar was having and, and the kicking game. So, I, I, but to, I but to answer your, though, man, but to I, answer your, but to answer your question, I think the Ravens have a better quote unquote defense than, um, than the bills. What does okay. that mean? Ultimately? I, I don't know. Yeah. The reason, the, the reason why I ask is, is that offense that the bills played against the Ravens. I thought that defense played amazing come whatever day that was Saturday or Sunday, but, because that they only gave up that one drive. That one drive to begin the third quarter was the only time that they did anything wrong that whole game. Because mm-hmm. I look now, now I'm looking at it. Uh, Josh Allen threw for only 200 yards, and they only rushed for 32 yards in the game. They only ran the ball 16 times. So I don't see where that offense. I'm not saying that they can't explode because they definitely can. Stephon Diggs is one of the greatest receivers in the league right now. But I just don't see a lot coming from from that running game. Josh Allen rushed seven times for three yards in that game. Unless Buffalo just had just, you know, the blueprint for it, I don't see where they're going to just come out and just dominate Kansas City like that. I just don't see it. Well, that offense... I don't think became, anybody's saying dominate. Because the... Yeah, I don't think anybody's saying dominate. Uh, Lamar got behind. That that scoreboard became an extra defender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. It really, Bro, really did. On, we, ain't, we ain't talking about them no more. We talking about Buffalo. <laughs> it was the 12th <laughs> I can't stand, man. This is—I don't even know who you are no more, Ken, man. Ken, Ken, boy, I tell you. But to answer, Ken, you, Ken, boy, I tell you. To answer your original question, you said is the Bills what the scariest team left? Yeah. 
I would think it would be Tampa Bay. And oh, the only true. reason I say that is because, you know, once again, you're dealing with a proven winner in Tom Brady, and they've caught fire at the right time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that they've got that Tampa. defense. Is, I, I can tell you want to go to Tampa. I know you got your backs packed. We gonna I'm tell you, nah, I'm gonna, we gonna get to Tampa. Trust me. Oh, I, can't. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't like it, but I'm just. I'm just being real, man. They. They, they just. I think they're the scariest like team. Your name up, all right. <laughs> but I do have. I do want to get back to that uh, KC Browns game. Um, based on how Baker played that game, that was actually a pretty good outing for him. He threw an interception, but that wasn't the reason why they lost. Uh, do y'all think that based off this playoff run that he'll get signed a long term deal with Cleveland? Ooh, yeah, uh, yeah. He will. You think yeah. so? I don't know, man. I, I yeah, think he uh, will. I think he and Stefanski definitely uh, have a good relationship and an understanding. I think Lamar, I mean not Lamar, but Baker, um, took a huge step forward. He basically saved his career because he was out the league. You know, we even came on here. He was so bad as when the season started. That shit, we were like, man, he trashed. So, um, and I think they worked it out. I think that he has to continue this performance and improve, and he'll get another shot. Um, I think they have their best shot of probably getting to a divisional, I mean, a championship game this season. But, um, but who knows? But you got to really look at that guy and say, are you the difference maker? Or was it Stefanski? And that's the question they're going to have to ask themselves. So can I bring in another coordinator or another coach that can get the same results out of you, um, you know, moving forward if things go bad with Stefanski? And I don't know the answer to that question just yet. I got to see more because he started his career so poorly. It's it's hard to judge him, you know. So he's he's had an he's had an uneven you know career trajectory so far right because he had that one bad season he had his rookie year he came in after you know that Jets yeah, that infamous game okay. and he played and he played and he played well his rookie year for the most yeah, part he played strong. pretty well right and then he obviously he had just the awful the Freddie I call it the Freddie Kitchens year where he just had an awful year last year and then this year obviously was a step up so he's kind of been a little bit uneven. Um, I think they do sign him though, because a he's their guy. He's he, they, they're committed to him. He was a number one overall pick. You know they 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 built somewhat. They built the franchise around him. He's the poster boy, and he hasn't done anything to at least give them trepidation that he's not the guy. I agree with you, Ken. That I, I wouldn't sit here and say, "Oh yeah, we're going to give you two hundred million and feel comfortable with that." No, I think he's got to. I think he's. I think he. I think next season will be big for him as far as what kind of contract he'll get. But I, I can see him getting like a Ryan Tannehill type of deal, four for sixty, four for seventy-five, something like that. Where you know you're not exactly committing big time, you know, eight nine years level of, of money to him, but you're at least giving him the security that okay, he's our guy for the next you know few years. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think they just pick up the fifth year option. Honestly, I don't think they're going to, I think they're going to say, give me one more year of that. And then we can talk. But what do you do though? If you're Cleveland, like, you know, this could be your Bengals moment, so to speak, where you finally get somebody in here that could turn you, your franchise that has been horrendous into something that's winning. So I think, um, if he continues to win games, then you make that investment. If they continue to get to the playoffs, win divisions or whatever, 
you can make that investment because you feel comfortable because you're not a laughing stock anymore. But if you have, if you have, if you go, if you lose next year and then you're average the next year after, then I think you're probably right. They'll give them a 50 year option to see how it go. But um, I mean, well, I think, I think right now, this year. And Stefanski. Well, I think right now he, they're, he, they're definitely picking up the fifth year option. Like, I think right now, if I had to bet on it, they're definitely going to pick up that fifth year option right now as we speak today. Um, the problem is the Browns are kind of in a similar situation that a lot of NFL teams are in, right? They don't, you know, is Baker Mayfield Patrick Mahomes? No. Is he, you know, is he Chad Henney? No, right? So he's kind of in between. But the problem is you don't really have a replacement. Like, like the Browns have already gone through this, right? They've waited 30 years to find a quarterback. So do you actually want to go through that situation where you're going to have to go now go look for the other guy? And, like, quarterbacks don't grow on trees. Like, that's just a fact. Like, they don't grow on trees. So And you, you can't have just front office, decent. right? Yeah, if your front office is right, it makes all of that a little bit easier, which, you know, it feels like True. they finally got it right with some of the choices they made post-Freddie Kitchen. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they're, they're in a tough situation, but I think I, this is to me is more on him. Like if I were, if I were Baker Mayfield, man, I would understand your value, man. You're not Patrick Mahomes. Don't come out here trying to get $150 million and take up 20% of your cap. Like, yo, give me a Ryan Tannehill type type of deal. Let's spread this money around. Let's keep these two great running backs that we have. And let's just continue to keep building this team. You know what I'm okay. saying? Let's continue to add to the defense. Let's continue to add, obviously, it's wishful thinking. Quarterbacks are always going to get the most money. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does in that situation. Let me tell so we you got something. A, we got a super chat. Um, All right, hold on. Let, me, let me say this real quick. If, if I was the quarterback that got you to the playoffs and the franchise in, what, over 10-something years, Man, you got to pay me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pay me. But pay you, you what, though? You can't give me, me right, Ryan Tannehill money. I'm I... sorry. I'm sorry. You just can't do that. But but that's <laughs> the thing, though, Ken. Like, okay. Or, okay, pay me what? Pay me Andrew Luck money? And then you're not Andrew Luck? And then you're in a situation where you've pretty much hamstrung yourself? Like, you're not going to get pieces around they, you unless they, the organization is not. look like Andrew Luck. <laughs> I'm going to say this. They We've seen quarterbacks get paid money that they shouldn't have got paid. I.e. Jimmy G. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Like we've seen, like it don't take much. If Baker, Baker's best leverage, I didn't even think about it until Ken said it. I've done something for this franchise that no one has done in Bruh. the last 20, <laughs> since before I damn near was born. Bruh. And I almost and I almost took us to an AFC title game. So it's just like that to me, that at least gives you the fifth-year option, but that does bring something to the negotiation table, Man. especially. Yeah. no, it doesn't for me. They ready to win now. That's not a reason to extend a guy. Yeah, I mean, like, Nick. like, like, like he said, he made a good point about Tannehill. Tannehill did did some wonders in Tennessee, but he didn't command that big money like that. It, it I don't know. It just take it would take Henry. more for me. Ryan Tannehill. He know he Baker can't. I would take Ryan Tannehill, but I would take Ryan over t- Baker. I would take Ryan Tannehill right now than Baker Mayfield right now. No, I would too. Wait, I would man, too. Yeah. Nope, man. Ryan Tannehill is better than Baker Mayfield. It is, but but see, that's not the reason you invest in a guy long term. The type of money that we talk about. See, this is the thing. Like when you're investing on a quarterback, like, like we're talking Andrew Luck, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes money. Like if you're talking about that level of a contract, like you got to be damn sure that that's your guy. 
Like there is no like this is an all pro level quarterback. And I don't I'm think anybody. That. I'm not saying that? that he's gonna get that much money. I'm just gonna say a long term deal. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, like, he got is, he, is he the franchise? QB? Why, yeah, I think I think he'll definitely. I think he'll definitely get a long term deal. Like I think he'll get a a a Tannehill type contract. Like I think Tannehill signed for like four for seventy something like that. I'm the number oh one pick. You, 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 you drafted me to change, t- turn this franchise around, and you didn't do it. Excuse, wait, huh? Excuse me, I'm, I'm he, sorry. He didn't do it. You're, <laughs> you're giving this man credit for success of a team. I mean, yeah, he did his job. He had, he had a solid year for the first time in, in the time he's been there, and it wasn't even a solid full year. They relied on the running game to carry that team for the longest. You know that man was shaky. Ain't no way you can say that Tannehill is shaky. And you saying that he's not? What I'm I saying, no is that if That's if, the point. if I'm Baker, and my first year, I almost I had a playoff push, right? You, mm-hmm. I made the bad decision of saying, "Give me Freddie Kitchens over whatever the guy was." Um, Greg Williams, what's his name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Greg yeah. Williams. Uh-huh. So hey, my bad, my my bad call, and I had a shit year. Now we get Stefanski. And, you know, we go to the playoffs. And like Nick said, I'm almost in the championship game. So I have half a year and a whole year of showing you that there are things that I could do in this league with the right players. And they, got, they, dra- they, uh, they gave them talent and the right coach. I got leverage because you drafted me as the number one quarterback to come in and change the franchise. Regardless of who you give credit to, if Baker isn't drafted, they are not going to the playoffs, and they are not winning games like that. There's, I, I don't think you could put Tannehill in that offense, and they'll still get to the playoffs. I don't like think that. that's. I, I don't know. Yeah. I disagree completely, man. That, that goes, hey, like as a Jets fan, that, that can go a long way when it comes to negotiations. Whether we agree with it or not, it is a, a fact of the matter. He can use that. They've been shit, shit. And but that's been, not. But that's Marvin, but, why did Marvin Lewis lasted so long. Because he came in and turned the franchise around. They were like, man, I don't want to go back to where I was. And now look at him. I agree. I agree that buys you some equity, man, but not enough to me. At least to me. Maybe. And I'm not an expert. I'm not, you know, I don't run an NFL franchise. But, 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 but to your point, Ken, but to your point, but to your point, like Mark Sanchez could have had the same leverage negotiating his contract. His first two years in the league, he got to the Jets. He got the Jets to two straight AFC Championship games. Probably should have beat the Steelers in the second in the second AFC Championship game. So obviously, it's a different situation. Things worked out totally different. You can't compare Mark Sanchez's situation to Baker Mayfield's. I get that, but what I'm saying is that if you go, but if you go by that, right, then Mark Sanchez, by the time it was time to him negotiate his deal. He could have said, yeah, well, I, I, I was the, the steadiest quarterback this franchise has had since Vinny Testaverde. Like, give me my money. Like, it don't work that way. No, I'm just saying. But Mark, in those first two years, had three years left. So you had all that time to evaluate him for that whole contract. Baker's at the end. That's what I'm saying. This is at an interesting point because he's at the end of his deal. And this is just happening in his fourth, what is his fourth year now? Well, he's got his fourth year. He's got his fourth year coming up. He's, he's got his fourth, fourth year coming up. up. That's what I'm saying. He's and got, he's got the fifth. He's got two more years. Essentially, he's got two more years. Because if you yeah, want, you could. Option is, that's an extreme. That's if you don't get a deal done, then you do the fifth year option. But that this fourth year is where, like, if he does good well, they can they can pay him on a like. All right, we believe in you. 
come to the table. If they wait to the fifth year and he balls out again, that's way more money they're gonna have to pay. That's a good than, point. Than in the fourth year. Yep, pay him now. Get that's it over. That's why I said this year is like pay you. That's why they always tell if you see a quarterback eating earth. That's why no matter what Lamar Jackson is doing, he gonna get paid sap. They gonna try to make sure that deal gets done sap. Because if he Absolutely. win any more games and takes them deeper in the playoffs, that's the, that's the higher that motherfucking bill get. Mm-hmm. Now let me let me read these two super chats. We got two of them, man. I appreciate you, Eric Kirby. He said, "Do you guys think Baker and OBJ repair their relationship and move forward for next year?" OBJ's on the trading block. He's going to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see him. <laughs> they would never do that, but yeah, oh, I think OBJ's out of there. Yeah, they got to trade him. Yeah, they got to trade him. Um, if I if I can argue that the Browns <laughs> almost won to an AFC title game without OBJ, then yeah, he's. He's he's showing you throughout his career how much a talented wide receiver is meaningless when it comes to winning games. <laughs> yeah, which has been said a lot. So. I, I um well, the the, pro- do, the do problem with OBJ though. Do they have a fractured relationship? I don't, I don't think they do. I I don't I don't think so. I think on the court, I mean on the I'm, t- I'm talking about I'm, I'm watching basketball, but on on the field, it's not the best relationship, I don't think. I mean, I think they get along great. I just don't think they have good chemistry. Yeah. I think part of that is OBJ, the the, the problem with... Go ahead, Manny. The the problem with OBJ, though, is... The problem with OBJ, though, is he's been hurt the last two years. You know, this year and then last year, he missed some time also. So what is OBJ? Like, you got to start questioning, like, yo, what is this dude? Like, what kind of value? What am I going to get back by trading him, too? That's the other... Like, does Cleveland maybe need to keep him until the trade de- trade deadline next year to see what they have in him because right now like I don't know if anybody can sit here and say yeah we know we know the OBJ we're getting the 2016 OBJ like I don't think anybody can say that right now with confidence I'm saying you don't need OBJ when you got Baker going to Rashard Higgins and getting first down yeah but or, or no I'm not saying he's he's I know anything. I'm just saying like you're able to complete your offense you still got Jarvis Landry and yeah. Joku stood out in that playoff game I've never seen him catch the ball like that before and you got Hooper. And you got Hooper. Like, you have other... I like their receivers. I like you their don't receivers. need to win games. What, what? I, I, would, I, would, I would argue as much to say as Baker got the best um, group of skill players in the league when you put all them right. all together. Forget anything he said. So... <laughs> <laughs> Who's better? Who's better? When you like, I, think, I, think, I think Baker... I think, I think Baker has better receivers than Lamar Jackson does. Of course, I'm going to say that right and now. Running backs. Said, like, and running backs, but <laughs> who who has the best skill position players in the league combined? Runners and receivers. What team? The Bucks. The Bucks don't have their running backs can't compare to the running backs uh, in Cleveland. The wide receivers match up when you talk about OBJ. You talk about Landry. Not that, they're but, not that but far but off. Can, they're not that yeah, far the, off. The running backs are not that far off from Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I Are said y'all, not y'all, that far off. Yeah. You talk man, about Ron, yeah. uh, you got Jones, one and one A. Fournette, those are two good backs. Anybody would want either one of those backs. Good and good and those are two good for the league. Those are two different things. That's not even in the same. They're not Kareem even in the Hunt. same stratosphere. Is, is Nick, is Nick, fine, fine. Hold on. Let me ask you this. Is Nick Chubb the best running back in the league? Nick Chubb? I would guarantee He's one of them. He's, if he's not I'm one, he's the best running back. Is he the best running back in the league? I wouldn't say he's the top. I think Derrick Henry okay, is number ten. I think the top ten is Kareem Hump a top five back in the league. Yes, right he now. is. Yes, when he healthy, is right yes, now. absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yes, hey, hold yes, on, hold Kareem on. Hunt is. You know what, Shelton? Okay, fine. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe they have a slight edge over the Bucks backs. It ain't even let's a slight. Talk, let's talk. Let's talk about these wideouts. Yeah, let's Bucks talk about what you gonna say about Landry Higgins Landry, compared to Evans and Godwin and Antonio Brown. Come Landry, on, bro. Landry, Landry, OBJ, and Higgins are just as good as um, the other Come one. On, Bucks. Sean. Sean, I was, I was with you. I was with you in the running game. What's the I was with you in the running game. What's the difference? You you think what's that Landry is not as good? Rashard Higgins, who's a, who's a, Antonio Brown, or what's the difference between Rashard Higgins and this yeah, guy? Rashard Higgins and Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown's going to the Hall of Fame. Like, what are you talking uh, about? Like, Antonio Brown's not going to the Hall of Fame. He's actually a better before before before, but what before he's doing he went on the field. Before he went postal, Antonio the, Brown was was what going to the Hall of Fame. Right, but if you put stats for stats, what they're doing on the field for the teams right now. He can play better than Antonio he's Brown. Is he a better that. player? Heck no. Usage, he's right? Usage. He's right. more used right now, but right. but, but that's how we got to go. But out. I would still. But if you talk, to, if you call the Browns right now, taking taking all of Antonio Browns's issues off the field, out of the oh, team, he's right? much. He's a, he's if a you super call the Browns. Counter. If you call the Browns right now, the Browns would make that trade in a heartbeat. Rashard Higgins, oh, yeah, he's Antonio a, he's Brown, a, they would make that trade in a heartbeat. And they'll probably give Nick Chubb too. <laughs> he's a, no, they wouldn't give you Nick Chubb. He's a super talent, though. I'm not saying that. now. Antonio Brown is one of the most talented receivers they ever played the game. So what I'm saying is his his production on the field this year, What's in comparison to what Higgins did for Baker Mayfield, is is less. Correct. What is your point? Mike Evans? Mike Evans is better than any other Browns receiver. Godwin is better. Good. I would say that Godwin is, Godwin Godwin is better too. No, Godwin, Godwin is not better than than Landry. Yes, he is. Not not You're as many tripping. drops as he got. Let's Come let's on, get. Uh, I don't even want to talk Come about this on, no more. I don't even know what your main point. Was. I had a point, and I forgot Landry, what it was. Landry would be much better <laughs> if he had a better quarterback. That that's my point. If he had a better quarterback, <laughs> we'd be talking more about Landry than we would be Godwin. We'll be back after this quick break. Let's get to these picks. Period. All right, since you got all the answers. <laughs> who you got between <laughs> Buffalo and Kansas City? Regardless, hands down, no matter who starts. All right, Manny, who you got? Uh, do we know Mahomes' situation yet? No. Uh, it's looking like Mahomes. I think he's gonna play. Um, I, it's Kansas City, man. Kansas City's got to go on, man. I, I I think Buffalo will put up a good fight. I think it'll be a competitive game, but but you know. It's going to be Kansas City. Now, if Mahomes doesn't play, um, man, if Mahomes doesn't play, I'm going to still go with Kansas City, but I'm not confident in that pick. We got Cam. Oh, man. Jesus. Um, Chiefs. I didn't want to pick a team. I know I'm cursing every team that I pick. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't think you can mess up the Chiefs pick. I'll say that. This is contingent on Mahomes' playing. This this is the the last time we all agreed on a team they lost. Bad. Yeah. So because of that, I'm gonna go with Buffalo. <sighs> I'm going with Buffalo just for the fact that if Mahomes ain't playing, they ain't winning this game. If Mahomes don't play, give me Buffalo. I, I'm going to say that on the record, too, so y'all will have both. And I'm going I'm to st- stick to the team. I'm just going to pick it up. Because if I can't – if you can't live with your worst-case scenario, you probably didn't make a good decision. So, worst-case scenario, Chiefs don't have Patty Mahomes. 
then I'm, I got to go with Buffalo. They have no shot at that. They ain't got Chad no shot. Henny. I saw what Chad Henney did in the quarter. He damn near, he won and lost them he the game. Did. In the same <laughs> 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 I'm not trusting Henny. You got to be on Henny to trust him. Mm-hmm. So, nah, it came down to a fourth down play where Andy Reid pulled some. Andy Reid had to wash his hands out that game because he pulled out his ass. So <laughs> Andy Reid took advantage <laughs> of what everybody was thinking is that there's no way they're going to run the ball. So he, it, was, it was a psychological mock, like uh, warfare that he pulled on, and it, and it worked. <coughs> That's why Roman was yelling that it was, a, it, was a, it was a brilliant play call, and, and it will build. They ran it before. His confidence going forward. Yeah, it wasn't shit. It was just a, uh, yeah. it was a short little Mahomes, egg route. Mahomes has done it like twice this year, Shelton. No, what I'm saying yeah. is, is it was a oh yeah now, now don't get me wrong now Henny ain't in Mahomes stratosphere. What I'm saying is it was a brilliant play call because nobody expected it. In oh. anybody in the world, the decision to run that play, yeah. So the decision to go for it there, yeah, yeah. The balls to to even take the shot, nobody expected. That's why I call it brilliant, not the actual play. But I just don't understand. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. How in the hell they let fucking Chad Henny? Run for 13 yards. Bruh, in that, bro. I did not know he could run that. <laughs> and that fast. was a terrible. And that was a terrible spot. He should have got the first down. It, nah, he should have. His, his arm went down. down. No, nah, his, his arm went down. I thought he got the first. But it was. I thought he got the first down. No, his arm went down, but the ball was back here. So yeah, it, 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 was, it was a good call. I looked back at it. It's like because it was like you. It was what it was third and 14, and he ran 13 yards. Like you gonna go for it at that point. He was I, don't expect, I don't think he expected it to, to even run that at that point. I, I thought he was like, man, I can't believe nobody even near me. Like, so he took they, off. They, they didn't expect him to run. No, they did. He didn't expect to run. His legs just started moving. Look like, but man, that <laughs> that that was they that game was lost on that one fumble. That that right there would have probably won the game. Oh, yeah, given right. I'm for real. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. I, hey, look, nah, he must talk. Give the Chiefs, give the Chiefs, de- give the Chiefs defense for that blitz call on second down, man. Spagnola, that blitz call on second down, that uh, yeah, that was that got the sack that, that completely changed that. Yep. Hey, mm-hmm. nah, Steve Spag has won three Super Bowls off of just blitz calls. <laughs> I trust me, as a Giants fan, I appreciate him. But when it come down to nitty gritty, that nigga gonna blitz. <laughs> I'll give it there. But I tell you, I tell you, as I tell should. you, though, seriously though. What that play call, though, on fourth down by the Chiefs said to me was that Andy Reid had more confidence in his defense than he did in Baker Mayfield's ability to lead that team down and score and win that game. He, no, he didn't he have any confidence. confidence in yes. He said that I could put any motherfucker behind at, at QB and I can get the job done. Yep. That's what he Absolutely. proved. Absolutely. He knew the best part of his team. The best. P- Go ahead, Manny. No, the best aspect of his team is his offense. Like, that the Kansas, the Kansas City Chiefs make their money on offense, right. not on defense. And Andy Reid did what a lot of coaches are too scared to do. I'm going to win my ge- I'm going to win this game with my offense, the best part of my team. He right. didn't put it on the defensive end. I, honestly, if he had punted or had to kick the field goal or whatever, I think they lose that game. I, I, there's no We're question in my mind the defense is not, does not stop them there. Andy Reid, that's why I loved it because it was gutsy. He said, you know what? I'm not going to leave it to chance, and I'm not going to hope and pray that my defense comes up with a couple stops. No, I'm going to win this game right here. To me, if you can't get two yards with when you got uh, Hill and Kelsey and the, the, the amount of skill put position players that they have, then you don't even deserve to be in the NFL champion in the, in the, in the AFC championship game. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think Andy Reid won that game knowing he had to win it with his offense. 
Yeah, see, I, like I said, I look at it differently. I, I, no, I look right. at it differently. I, like I said, I look at it like he said. I have no confidence <laughs> in Baker's ability to lead this team down the field and score on me. I just don't think he felt like he could do it. And you you, you couldn't kick a field. If it was a field goal, you were down two, then you punt that ball. But down down three, I mean, down four or more, and you know they need a touchdown, I didn't think he think they could get it. I, I didn't think they could either. So he, he went for it and succeeded. It was on the Chiefs side. So they had a short field. Mm-hmm. You were right. yeah. okay. You pushing. You, you really see what I'm saying? I don't trust Baker. No, I don't see what you're saying. I think <laughs> why did he go for it then? So, so if he trusted Baker, why did he go for it? He was trying to win the game. You win. Yeah. You, you play win. to win the game. You winning, man. You win. What are you talking about? Who who goes? He seals the. Ga- he the seals the. Vi- on the he on seals the, the victory. So you saying if, he seals if this the victory. game? Hold up, time out. You saying if they were playing. A team, let, let's get a, a good quarterback. Let's say he playing um, any other quarterback. We're going to talk about Russell. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, the decision is the same. Does he go for that on fourth down? You crazy. Yes. Kick yes. No, sir. Yes. No. You punt that ball. You yes. punt that ball. They have, no timeout. they have no timeout. They have no timeout. Shelton. Yeah, you punt that. You go right now. You take your life savings. You take your house. You take your, college, your, your, your kids' college yeah. fund, everything. And you yes, go to Vegas right now. And you, you and you ball. betting There's you're no betting on that Kansas City. You're betting on that Kansas City defense. You're crazy. You're there's crazy. no way. I'm not betting on the defense, but there's no way I'm giving Aaron Rodgers a short field in time. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about Baker Mayfield right now. From what Correct. you saw in that's that game, why, the that's why I, that said, game. I wouldn't care. That's why I would hope I made it. But if I didn't, I ain't scared of him taking the football down the field and beating me. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. If you think that, about that kind of nah, Shelton, that kind of call is that I don't give a fuck who's on that other side. This is my side. You know what I'm saying? That's a call that, like, if, even if it was Aaron Rodgers, it could have been Tom Brady in his prime, Joe Montana. He's like, just like Manny said, if I can't get two yards, I ain't meant to be here anyway. But on top of that, if, if it is a more elite quarterback, what would you rather take your chances with? Ending the game in, in fourth and one or giving that elite quarterback a chance exactly. to win the game? Short field or long field? You never, you never give him a ch- what would every other football player have decision in, in every other situation? What would they have done in that situation? They Probably probably the would have would have punted or every, kicked the field goal, in, and they're wrong every single time. And they're wrong every single percent of the time. When you got to score a field, if you got to kick a field goal, it's different. Once again, that's a whole different thought process. But ninety eight percent of the time, nobody's taking that chance. Nobody's going to do what he did Sunday. Because that's an old traditional way of of coaching football. Andy Reid has gone for it to end games, what, two more times this season with Patrick Mahomes. He just did it again in the playoffs with Chad fucking Henny. That's my point. That tells me that what Manny... No, no, your your, your point's wrong, Sheldon. That tells me what Manny is saying is that I believe in my offense more than my defense, so I'm going to end the game now. Because my offense is efficient, the plays I'm calling is great. Correct. I'm not going to give and anybody why prolong this game on me if I can win it now. So you exactly. said why prolong the game? Henning. So he believes in Chad Henney. I believe he, he believes believe in his it. offense. Okay, he believed in Chad Henney at that moment. I keep saying y'all, y'all saying first off, you saying you don't believe in Chad Henney. So he evidently he does because he stuck him in positions and he put him. Even that play where he scrambled for the yards, I thought they were going to run the ball and turn it back over to the defense. And he he just didn't do it. He gave that man a chance because he believed he believes in his, in his offense. And then B, he believes he in does his not believe in the quarterback on the other side. Even if Bottom. you stop me, I'm going to stop you. 
That's what Shelf, he said. You're just trying to push an agenda, bro. So, no, it's so, true. You're just so trying to shit on Baker. Sure. So, if they make the first down, if they yeah. make the first down right there, the game is over. So that's more, if, all the if, more. All but if the he more, does not make the first down, the, the game is over. In. No, if he does not make that first down, if you got Aaron Rodgers on the other side, the game is over. If you got Baker Mayfield on the other side, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Baker Mayfield on the 40-yard line. Need to load them down for a touchdown. Well, because you know what? I get your premise. I get your premise, but that's you're giving the Chiefs defense more credit than any of us are willing to give. And even Andy Reid is giving. I'm not even giving the Chiefs defense credit. I'm saying that I don't trust Baker Mayfield. It ain't even about the Chiefs defense. It's Baker Mayfield. 12 minutes ago. I said that. Uh, I said, Baker, we'll, never, said we'll, never we'll never know. We'll never know. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, let's get to the team that you wanted to talk about since early on. You've been name dropping them like <laughs> game and a rap no, out. I'm so, going to just sit this one out. Uh, we got Saints. Man, that game was very. The MAGA Bowl. <laughs> 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 Facts. That's the man was. Man of mania. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, <laughs> it was that man. Drew Brees looked like a piece of shit in a number nine jersey. <laughs> that motherfucker was. So the color was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all wild. Y'all wild. Just because it glittered on me, it's gold. <laughs> Lou Breeziana. Lou Breeziana. So, so I think Breezy's done? done. Yeah, he did. Breezy's been done. He barbecued chicken, he, bro. He done. Was it was was he that bad because of the injury? You think though? You think he came back from that injury too quick? No, nah. he's just old. Yeah, he's done because he's, he's just old. Like sometimes we just gotta say it, man. He's just it's, a father time is undefeated. Is the reason yeah. for it. Is undefeated until further Ooh. notice. He is undefeated. He's just but done. The he's man. Old, man, look. No, what you say? No, I was just saying, like, yo, he just, he just looked. I mean, I thought, I thought Breeze looked. He, he looked bad, but I mean, it's been typical for Drew Breeze. Like, he's, he's had these kind of performances the last three years in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not as bad when as this come, game, obviously. Not as bad as yeah. this game, obviously. I mean, this, this, yeah, was, this, was, this was all time level bad, but. I just think he's just old, man. I don't think it was the injury. Like, I don't think, I don't think anything. Like, you could have shot his arm up with steroids to make him throw the ball better. And I, and I don't think it would have made much of a difference. Like, Drew I yeah, I watched the game. <laughs> uh, Drew about, Did you watch the game? Yeah, I watched the game. I was, I, I'm not asking if he done that. Like I said, the only reason I, I asked that question was I'm thinking, like, how much of this is he still affected? Because he came back so fast from that injury. And I know he struggled in the past, but that was just, that didn't even look like the same guy. You know what I mean? It just really didn't look like the same person at all. He couldn't throw the ball down and feel it. At least before he was making some throws, he was making nothing. He, he looked terrible. I'm like, how much pain is he in? I wonder if was he's Breeze, suffering was it or the game plan? You think the game plan by Peyton had anything to do with it? No, nah, I think it was more Breeze than anything else. It was like Breeze. I said, he, it was Breeze. Yeah, he, he looked bad. He looked horrible. But I was just trying, in, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, it has part of this. You don't fall off the cliff that fast. Part of that mm-hmm. had to be. Hey, yeah, you do. Some people do. Peyton Manning. Mm. Quarterbacks. Peyton. Yeah, they do, man. Yeah, they do. And look at yeah, Jack. Look at, look at Phillip Rivers. Look at Phillip Rivers. 
you know, the reason two years why ago. I asked, the reason why I asked if it was the game plan is because maybe Peyton coming into the game knew that Breeze can throw the ball downfield because from because I missed the he first did. half, I saw the second half because it didn't seem like they even challenged them downfield. So if Peyton yeah. knew that coming in, then he probably would have adapted the game plan to account for that. Yeah, and the one pass where they did throw the ball downfield, they brought in Jamie's Winston to make that throw. And and they could have kept uh, Drew Brees in the game and ran that same play, and it would have had the same success. So you took him out on the one play where you had to throw deep. So to me, what that says is they knew coming in things weren't right. And whether it be he, you know, father time, or whether it be the injuries, because that man had a serious, serious injury. And I, and I don't see how he can throw the ball five yards, let alone. 10 and 15. He, I, I don't see how he can even be playing at this point. He broke every rib. Well, the, other as, the, other, the, the other aspect of this, too, is the other terrible turnovers they had. I mean, everybody's going to focus on Drew Brees. I mean, Jared, Cook, I mean, Cook, what the hell are you doing, bro? Like, just fumbling the ball right there. I mean, that was, yeah, that, to me, that was just as bad of a turnover as the other Drew Brees picks. Like, those were just terrible. Like, I, but, but yeah, I, I, I look, honestly, like, even if Drew Brees is. Obviously, he wasn't healthy. I'm not going to even sit here and say he was fully healthy. Like, clearly, clearly, probably physically, he wasn't 100%. But even if he's at 100%, like, instead of, what, four interceptions, maybe he throws two? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, to me, he's just old. It was time. Yeah. Uh, Drew, so, Brees was out there. Drew Brees was out there looking like Dennis Quaid on any given Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That man was like, I was like, what? Wait, 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 so maybe they were just like, fuck it. This is Drew Brees' last run anyway. We're going to start over anyway. Like, That's what it is. Yeah, I, yeah, I they, think still it was more they still got a solid enough team to compete next year. But honestly, they need it. Like, they have to define, they have to really define out who's going to be the starting QB next year. Is it going to be Taysom or are they going to take a chance on James? Because I think he said Taysom. something. He, he's, he's, I, I, it may be James because he said something to James on the sideline. Look like to me, he said, it's your team. Now or something like that. When it, at the end of the game, they were sitting there, and I saw Drew Brees' face. He said something to the James. He, like that. That that black he didn't say that. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. Yeah, no one. Like none of the none of the thirty one other NFL teams said that to Jameis Winston. So I doubt Drew Brees said that. <laughs> I mean, man, oh, it, 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 it may have been just talk, but he said something. He said something to him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think. Did. I think uh, I think you got to see what you got in Taysom Hill, man. I mean, honestly, like I, the dude didn't disappoint when he played the four or five games that he played. I mean, I think he only had like really one bad game against the Eagles. Against the Eagles, no, I think that I think Taysom ain't shit, think, man. He ain't Taysom ain't shit. Yeah, Taysom did not prove anything and to me. You you wanna you wanna watch you wanna watch another rerun of the Jameis Winston experiment? He's better than Taysom Hill. Do we know that? I don't know that. Do yes, we yes, yes, we do. We do. Know yes, we do. We definitely know that. that you don't know that shit, Ken. We do know that. We probably on the show, but come on now. You don't know that. Man, was no, a starter for what, four or five that years. That ain't got nothing to do with black and white. That ain't got nothing to do with black and white. That's that dude throwing them touchdowns. And, and yeah, he threw a lot of picks, but 
at some yeah. point he'll get out of that. But them hey, touchdowns, hey, yeah, he threw a lot of picks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was yeah, one year where he threw thirty picks. All of the other years, he didn't throw that many damn picks. Right. And how many touchdowns he threw? Yeah. Sorry, Manny, he I was I would say this, Manny. Jameis Winston will be in the in the most stable organization he's ever been if he stays with the Saints. And I'll also even further. I saying, agree with you. I rather I rather watch Kevin Hart in a film than Kevin Hart stand up. It's the same nigga, but it's a different setting. <laughs> so, that's what I'm gonna say about Jameis Winston. So, Manny, Manny, in your opinion, you think Jameis Winston is not one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the league right now? I think he should absolutely get an opportunity to start. I'm not saying don't give them. An, Give him the opportunity. I think you go into next season. I think you go into next training camp and you say, if they don't make it, if they don't draft a quarterback or somehow they don't get Deshaun Watson or whatever, I think you go into next training camp and you say, hey, it's an open competition. Best man wins. Taysom Hill, you're going to get a full, fair opportunity. No more of this gadget shit. No more of this tight end and all. No. You're going to get a fair opportunity to be a quarterback. Same thing for Jameis. Jameis, this is your chance. This is your opportunity now. If I, I, and I'm going to be harder on Jameis Winston. If you can't beat out the so-called tight end, the so-called gadget play quarterback or whatever, then you don't deserve to be a quarterback anywhere. That's my point. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, I, think he gets, <laughs> I think he gets an opportunity next year to be the guy. And if he falls flat on his face or if he doesn't win the job outright in training camp, then you have your answer right there. I mean, is that one? Is that one? That's one. That's he, one okay. he lucky we got at the end towards the end. <laughs> But um, let's uh, talk here about. We go. Here we go. <laughs> Ken was out there bashing. Ken, Ken was out there doing his best Bill Polian impersonation. And somehow, <laughs> when I when I bash when I bash uh, Lamar Jackson, I'm, I'm over here. It's Maga Manny again. Okay, got it. I see where y'all niggas <laughs> are. He's just jokes, man. <laughs> <laughs> but Sheldon, let's get on your boy Brady. That punk ass man. I've been hating on Brady all year. He's been proving me wrong all year long, and I hate it. I don't even like coming on the man, show. That's why I stop. That's why I stop, man. I give and up. That white man luck don't quit. <laughs> I just, I just like, I just like, man. I, I, you know, uh, it's just, it's Trump, man. He get, he get, he get a, a, a third, fourth stringer in Washington. We get yep. a fucking old Dennis. ass Breeze who has failed for the last three years. At home, along with Sean Payton, and they have like the worst game of the year. And <laughs> Brady didn't even do shit. Drew Brees is out there no, like he's, he's terrible. Yeah. Like and now yeah, Brady, Brady didn't do Brady's much. Going to an NFC title game against Aaron Rodgers. Huh. I thought I, I thought Brady. I, I thought I thought Brady played as bad as Drew Brees without the interceptions. Honestly, like I thought Brady just played horribly. Like I, I didn't. I was not impressed with with Tom Brady. I, I know everybody wanted to make it a Tom Brady love fest after the game, but you know Tom Brady to me played just as bad as Drew Brees. Honestly, he didn't turn the ball over, which is a credit to him. But you know he he played terribly. He missed throws. It just yeah, he just looked bad. I, I, next week's gonna be a massacre. Let's be fair. Let's be honest. We don't even got to waste time on this nonsense. Like the Bucks are gonna get fucking skull drug next week by the Packers in Lambo. Like nah. So, so you got Green Bay, Manny? I got Green Bay all the way. I think this is Aaron Rodgers' year. Um, I think he's proven a lot of people wrong, a lot of people that wanted to hate on him and talk shit about him. I think he's going to shut a lot of people up. And the game is in Lambeau. Never bet against the Packers in Lambeau. The only, the only saving grace about this matchup, because I do not like Brady versus Rodgers, because I always feel like Brady somehow gets the dub. 
somehow, mm-hmm. some way. The only thing is that he's a 40-year-old white man going to Green Bay <laughs> in, <laughs> in, in the middle of January yeah. or at the end of January. And it's supposed to be snowing. It's supposed to be cold. He, 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 <laughs> he played in Foxborough for 20-something years. Didn't he say he he didn't want to uh, live upstate yeah, again? Yeah, he, like, he was like, you ain't going to never see <laughs> me back up that motherfucker. And now he got to go. <laughs> It's like when you got your new wife, you go see your old ex-wife because of the kids. <laughs> you hate seeing that motherfucker. <laughs> he going right back to the cold. That's the only saving grace he got. Um, and also because those other players, for the most part, this is their deepest playoff run ever. If not, this is the first time they're in a playoff title game. So I'm going off the vets off of you know, the Packers because they were just there last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Green Bay, of course, because I've been hating on uh, Brady all this time. I got I mean, I to keep the Ooh. same energy. Tell me, but uh, I that white man luck with Tom Brady. I wouldn't man. be surprised if they won. I just knew he was gonna find a way to win that game. I just didn't know it was gonna be because of Breeze. Breeze is just done here, He's and Cook because Cook they were driving and probably gonna score. That was the dumbest turnover I've ever seen, Bro, too. I was yeah. like, ah, you yeah. big ass punch, yeah. Yeah. Shit that game too. That's, it, it was inexcusable. It, it turned the game, yeah. it turned the yeah. game over, turned the game around. And, and where was Michael Thomas? I know he was hurt, but golly, I need, I need a little bit more from Michael Thomas. That's why Peyton got to get he got to he got to get past too. He's getting off yeah, scot free. That was that was Breeze. How I do mean, you Breeze couldn't I, get him the ball? Peyton got to call him call some plays for him. Everything was short. the The bus receivers play everything short too. Mm-hmm. They didn't challenge them down the field. The only time they got down the field. That's the thing about this Bucks secondary. They shitty when it come down the field. If yes. you throw, if you throw that thing down at the field. That's the only. That's why Aaron yes. Rodgers great matchup. They got yeah. shitball corners, but if you keep everything close and you have no run game, or you you uh, sure up the run game, yeah, it's it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Who you got? What you got to say, man? Ken? what you got about what? What what are we doing? Brady and uh Rodgers. We gonna get to your favorite team in a little bit though. All right, so um, <laughs> man. Man, I'm with you, man. It's just, uh, I don't know. I think going to, Aaron Rodgers has something to prove. He's been quiet somewhat. Um, he was here last year, right? Was it, Were they at home? They were on the road. No, they were on the road. They were on the road. Yeah. So it's at Lambeau. Francisco ran through them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's at Lambeau. Um, they are extremely confident. They can run the ball. They got like three different running backs. Um, Lazar's playing well. We already know what uh, Adams can do. That tight end they found out of nowhere is, is balling. Um, Rodgers made the Rams look. The Rams' super-duper defense, which our favorite player, Aaron Donald, who was nowhere to be found. Uh, here's, here's his one. Here's his one. Yeah, he, he got torched. He got torched. Well, not he, but the Rams got torched. This is supposed to be an elite defense. And now you're going against the Bucks defense? Psh- Get out of here. You should beat the shit out of them boys. So I'm going with the Bucks. I'm going with the Bucks for this one. Because <laughs> I think somehow, some way, Tom Brady and Nick's phrase, white man luck, somehow rears his head once again. Tom Ooh. Brady is used to playing in the cold. It won't affect him. It may affect them other dudes because he's bringing a bunch of black folks to the cold. So from we Florida. <laughs> from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that may not work out. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so so uh, that's going to be a problem. But 
it just feels like we're meant to have a Mahomes Brady Super Bowl. I don't want that. I do not either. Everybody, I don't want that shit either. I want, I want the State Farm Super Bowl. I want that so bad. I want it too. I want, I want every time out to be sponsored by State Farm. Oh man, you know they they would love to have that. They, they ready, they ready for that shit. Oh god, they ready for that game. They was, they thought about it last year. They thought it was gonna happen last year. Yep, yep. The, about the it. thing y'all, yep. the thing y'all are forgetting, and I know, I know, I know, Shelton's gonna get to his pick, but the thing y'all are forgetting that thirty-eight to ten skull drugging in week six, Tampa had against Green Bay. I think Green Bay's got that shit put on a bulletin board somewhere. That shit and is not gonna happen again. And they had yeah, a lead. They, they were dominating what? that game. Really, they were up ten nothing. Yeah, they was up ten nothing. Then Aaron Rodgers started getting trigger happy. He threw like two to three picks. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think that happens again. So I think it's Green Bay all the way, man. What you got, Ooh. Shelton? This is tough for me. I it's tough because it I don't I don't give me Green Bay, man. I'm just gonna say it. I, I really I really think that uh Tampa Bay is gonna pull it out, but Ken picked Tampa Bay, which means they're doomed. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Hey, you know, if, sorry, man. You if, I see, if, if I see Josh Allen get out of the AFC, let me tell you something. I ain't, I'm, y'all gonna y'all gonna miss me for weeks. I can't, yeah. I can't do that. If I see Stay Josh here, Allen, if I see Brady in a Super Bowl, do it, I'm not, I'm not showing up that week. We are gonna have some substitutes. <laughs> Josh Allen and Tom Brady, bro, I can't do it. Two pay, a Patriot and a damn Bill, like yeah, yeah. nah, man. But but who? But if but if Kansas City. If Kansas City does make it, I'll say this. They got good storylines for both the the NFC quarterbacks, though. So either way, the NFL wins if, as long as Kansas City makes it. Yeah. Because, yeah, that that's that's going to be – you know, him against Tom Brady, you know, the old legend against the, the young bull, that's like – that'll be the passing of the torch if he beats Tom Brady for the Super Bowl. So that would actually be a better thing, to be honest with you. He'll, he'll have five more no, to go. No, I won't. No, I won't. You have five more to go. This America thing. don't want to see Tom Brady anymore, man. They're just like, but, man. Yes, they do. My thing is, if he, Trump. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. If, if he, especially, like I said. Don't want is a black man in the Super Bowl again. Don't tell him they got red in it. Yeah. <laughs> you going to see all red. <laughs> oh, boy. Nah, but I got a question about the Rams, because I know they, they're the ones that um, mm. fell to the, the Packers He's last done. week. The question I got for y'all, what's the best move for the LA Rams if you had to choose between the two? Trade Jared Goff or trade Aaron Donald? Trade Jared Goff twice. Get Goff the fuck out of here. Yeah. And Goff's got to go. If I had to choose between one of them, yeah, trade, go- trade, trade, trade Goff. But I don't think neither one of them is happening. So. Yeah. Well, that, Goff, well Goff. they made it. Who you tra- like, if you trade Goff, if you trade, if you trade Goff, who you, who you getting? Like who? That's the thing, though, man. Like we always talk about qu- replacing these quarterbacks. Like who are you replacing him with? Sam, you know, it's easy to say, yeah, get rid of this guy. But who are you? I'll choose Sam Darnold over Jared Goff right now. Hey, I would too. Be because I, I would too. Honestly, if you if you look at that draft, because I always said that the Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota is the worst draft mm. one and two. I'm changing that. It's Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Mm. If you look at that draft and how much the Rams gave up for Jared Goff and what he's done. Even though they with, with Sean McVay, even I'm though saying, they both been to Super Bowls, though no, but we know what yeah, Jared Goff was. Super Bowls. 
No, we know what he did. Well, outplay Drew Brees in an NFC Championship game. Like that's a little, it's a little I'm, strong. I'm saying, strong. I'm saying, I'm saying that's all schematics because we saw Jared Goff mm-hmm. without no, Sean McVay, and we seen him with Sean McVay. I, so my oh, thing is yeah. just like Kyle Shanahan. You put anybody back there, he can bring the best out of them. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff mm-hmm. has arm talent, so obviously we saw when they were slinging that thing around. Sam Darnold could be just a, a better overall QB potentially. So that's the reason why I'm like. They don't need, they don't need anybody who's like world class because clearly they, they went to a Super Bowl with that world class. You just need somebody who's out there who's competent and can make throws. So I would choose obviously uh, Jared Goff, but I do think it's interesting that Aaron Donald, <clears throat> when it counts, seems to be schemed out. Yeah, I, and, but, but and, you, you can't pay, and to me, you can't pay a man that much money. He he never to be schemed out in the games that we need you, bro. So. Two things. One, I think there are reports that McVay and Golf are beefing. That's it. Uh, mm. So, so that's that's that. But two, this this Aaron Donald hype needs to stop. And everybody keeps talking about, oh man, you know, it's not all about counting stats. This and up. Shit, bullshit. Because you know what? When I remember defenders, when I remember when when you look across the field and you see Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence Taylor going to have counting stats. Derek Thomas was going to have counting stats. Uh, the guy in damn, um, what's his name? The safety in Pittsburgh was going to have counting kind of stats. Kind of like, big-time elite defenders make plays on the field, and they turn game around. You feel their impact. You don't feel it by proxy. <laughs> like, just because they just in the area. They make plays. They impact the game. They get big sacks. They get big stops and this, that, and the other. They don't just... They beat double teams. They do all of these things. Aaron Donald just occupies space. And they use advanced analytics to validate how great he's supposed to be. It's, it's all smoke and mirrors. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> I was, I'm going to say, though, when it counts, I've seen this in the last couple of years, the last few years that they've been in the playoffs competing. It seems like you, you wonder, like, because he showed up in that Seahawks game, but to me, that's just him being familiar with the Seahawks. They play him twice a year. But when it comes to these other teams, especially like inclement weather, when you're clearly a West Coast team, man, we. What's the guy that play play for the Giants? Uh, he's a tele. Uh, he's a host now. Oh, uh, Michael Strahan. He impacted the game. Yeah, he, he impacted a hell of a game. And sometimes he was getting double teamed. I'm just saying, uh, Reggie White. Uh, uh, Tampa when they had their guys, um, on on the front line. That I, yeah, like, I could give you countless number of examples of guys that impacted the game and made plays. I don't, like, Aaron Donald never takes over a game. Never is being hyperbolic. You yeah. guys know I don't mean I'm that. I'm talking about the most important But important I'm just saying, import, big games. Yeah, like, yeah. big-time defensive elite players, no matter what position they play, when it comes to big games, for the most part, they're going to show up. Give me some games, and don't just give me one or two. Give me multiple games of Aaron Donald, like, Really, really make it a big player impacting a game, especially when it counts when they need it. I, I just, I have yet to see it. So that's just me. <laughs> All right. Before we get out of here, Manny, I do got a question for you. I'm glad you was on today. Um, it's about the Jets. Mm. Is Watson headed to yes, New York? Camera on for that. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, changed, he changed his whole tire. <laughs> Is Watson headed to the Jets or Miami? Man, I don't know. 
I don't know. A, is Houston going to trade him either way, right? I think we need to answer that question, number one. Is Houston just definitely going to trade him? And if they do, um, I'm going to say, if you if gun to my head for the sake of the conversation, man, I'm going to say Miami because I just can't see, you know, the, the Texans management has New England ties and that's, that's like Bloods and Crips, Jets and Patriots. They don't do, they don't do business together. So I, I doubt Casario, whatever his name is, the new Jet, the new Patriots or the new Texans uh, GM who's got Patriots ties is going to want to help the Jets in any way. Um, I would, I would think he want to do a trade with the Jets because I think the Jets have probably outside of Miami the best, um, you know, you know the best assortment of picks to give them. But yeah, I don't know, man. I, I. Are they going to do it? I don't know. Should they do it? Yeah, I think the Jets should should be calling every damn number in Houston uh, that's available to try to make that trade. What about you, Sheldon? I definitely agree. Um, I think that I, I think that man, no matter where that guy goes, he's going to be straight. But the Jets should definitely make that trade. They should always they should be looking to get him anyway, regardless. And I think he'd be a good fit. Once you start bringing in some talent, I think to supplement I think Miami, that, I think Miami would be the best option for him to compete. But I do think it'll be great for his brand and who he is as a player to be in New York, obviously, because I think mm-hmm. that'll bring a bigger spotlight than what he already is. And with the division being just the Bills right now, and that's even iffy, depending on what talent they can surround him with, New York. I think he could. I think he could do some things, but obviously, if he wants to like legit compete and be on a good, be with an, a better organization, because the Jets still have to be proven that they're in a better direction. They did hire a good coach so far. What they say, he's a good coach, but we got to see how he plays out within a year. But we already know that the machine going on in Miami is working, you know. And to it ain't shit to move to and get the fuck out of there. So, yeah. I think if he. I would love to see he'll be the best Dolphins QB automatically since Dan Marino if he take if he suits up with them. So he definitely would. He definitely would. Now, and and I, I I don't know how I forgot about them, but that would that would that would be a, with Brian Flores and that team on the upswing like that. That would be a good look. And I I wasn't even thinking about that, but yeah, that that worked. That works. Although I, like I said before, I like him with the Bears as well with that defense that they got out there. They keep the ball in his hands and. Just rely on him to make a few plays, and they'll be okay out there too. I, I don't see why he wouldn't succeed in Chicago. If you're the Jets, you got to keep him at all costs from going to Miami, man. I can live with him going to 49ers. I can live with him going to the Bears, but him going to in your division, you know, two times a year, I don't think you can let that happen if you're the Jets. And you have the ability to, and you have a need for him. Like I think you, I think you have to. I think it's almost negligence if you if you let him go to the Dolphins. But he has all the pretty much all the say so though, correct? Yeah, he has a no trade clause. Yeah, so I think that because he has the power, he's going to be very selective as to where he would want to go. I think so far, every the all the rumors that you hear and read and you know stuff. Supposedly, he wants to go to New York, but yeah, he liked. Who, I who, think he liked the post the about knows? him going to play. Yeah, he liked something about him going to play for the Jets, and then he was walking around with a San Francisco jersey on at one point, right? Um, he 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 his NBA uh <laughs> his NBA powers to try to force his way in, like in the NFL, but we'll see we'll see how it works. Like, 
it sounds like he acting like the bad bitch at the club. And just like everybody want him. He don't got to do shit. He just walking around, just flirting with everybody, seeing what they, what's the best offer. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm-hmm. All right. You got anything on it? You know what? I think... <clears throat> Look, sounds like, damn, uh, Deshaun Watson been hanging out with James Harden. Um, you know, just <laughs> not with all the extra antics. Because... This is, everything was all good just a week ago. And now, you know, he's like upset with the whole organization. And I don't disagree with some of the reasons, but this just seemed like it came overnight. It was like, all right, I got paid. Now you got to do what I say, which I mean, that's the franchise guy. And considering what they did with Hopkins, I understand his frustration, but. Now, you know, this who, has been brewing. This has been brewing, man. Because even yeah. with the Hopkins thing, even with the Hopkins, yeah, I think the Hopkins after thing, he signed the I contract. Think, no, I think the Hopkins thing was like the final straw, though, for him. Like, I think it's just it's just been a series of just no. a lot of different things. It's this last I would, thing. I, I think that the the what the last and final straw was the fact that they didn't want to interview the enemy, and that he wanted them. Yeah, to, as well yeah. as their pick for this GM Sala. When they Sala, this, yeah, when they hired this GM, they 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 asked his input on certain things, and then they pulled it back and did something else. That's what I'm getting. From what I've been reading about it so well, far. Well, they didn't want to hire they didn't want to hire B enemy and they didn't even want to they didn't and they didn't want to interview or hire B enemy or Sala, which is the Jets right. coach now, which is mm-hmm. crazy to me. How you don't even how you don't even bring in B enemy for an interview is just beyond right. me, but whatever. Yeah, that just doesn't make um, sense. I just I, I would say Deshaun Watson has more grievances than I would say Deshaun Watson has more grievances than than James Harden ever does, but that's just me. But was was this brewing before or after the contract? Well, I think it was brewing before the contract, but it boiled over after the contract. Mm-hmm. And the reason for the contract, because he was going to get paid either way. Whether he went somewhere else or stayed there, he was going to get the money. But I think they may have made, honestly, Ken, I, I don't know because I wasn't there, but I think the organization may have made some promises to him and didn't keep it. And mm-hmm. it was to the point where, you know, you promised me you were going to do certain things for me, especially after all the stuff that happened with Hopkins and, you know, all the things that, that Bill O'Brien was doing. It's like, hey, man, you told me you are going to take care of me, and now you didn't. That's it. I'm tired. So he had just, about he had a bunch of different things to, to go off of and to be upset about. So I think the B enemy thing was the was the straw that broke the camel's back. I think that was. was the thing that was like, yeah, y'all not even like y'all not even interviewing the guy that I said I would like to coach that I would you know as a suggestion like y'all not even going to interview. Mm-hmm. Forget even interviewing him. Like y'all even don't even call, put a call into this man. Like yeah, right. I got to get up out of here. And I think it's they had a come. I could be wrong, but I think. I think they had a conversation with him about that. And then to go completely opposite of what they talked about. I think that's kind of like a slap in the face. As well as not, like I said, they, I don't think they, either, it, I could be wrong with that. It could have been they didn't talk to him at all or they had a conversation with him and went against it is what I think happened. But either way, he just felt disrespected. And that was it. It just seems out of character for him. Um the way he's carried himself over the years and for him to act out this way and to do the things he's did Maybe himself he, and to leak the news. I just I think know. he just tired of the shits. You know? He had enough. Like, like look, at, look at all the players with the Houston Texans history over the last just even maybe five to eight years. J.J. Watt, Andre mm-hmm. Johnson, now Deshaun Watson. You had DeAndre Hopkins. Like, you had Hall of Fame talent and you've done shit with it. Mm-hmm. Over like it is, so like I, you don't think they all have a group text? They don't all still talk and say shit like. I mean, I bro, guess you don't want to repeat the Bill O'Brien years. Yeah, you don't like. I'm wasting. 
if JJ Watt coming to you saying as a franchise player saying, look, we wasted a year of your time. Like that's that to me, that's him saying, like, how many years did they waste of me? Mm. I don't want that to see that happen to you, especially since you had the most important position in franchise history. Like, and then you look at the Lions and see how they wasted four years with the wrong hire. So yeah, if you're gonna want to stay with this team and play with this team, you would want some input on a guy. And then if you ain't winning, they're gonna say that about your career. You ain't done shit. Because uh right. NFL teams have proven that they cannot pick coaches. Mm-hmm. Oh, and- I think he's yeah. just earned that respect. He's he's earned the right to be in the room in the conversation. I ain't saying he he should be the one making the decision, but he's earned the right to be made aware of the moves. He's not just your employee. He's he's you know one of the leaders of that team. He's you know he's he's a franchise player. Bring him in and let him know the direction you're headed in, and keep him abreast so he can kind of keep his leadership role intact and do the things you need him to do. And if you're gonna you know. Don't play with the man. Don't BS him. Especially when you know he's clean. Like we said, you got a clean-cut guy. He ain't making no noise. He, he ain't doing nothing out of the ordinary. He, he's just doing his job every day, day in, day out. All of a sudden, all this stuff comes out. It's like, mm-hmm. man, they've been playing with him. Like, why would you do him that way? Yeah. And then you got to look at the future, too, of the organization. Like, the organization is screwed right now. They have no draft picks. It just yeah, they're, and they're in cap hell. So yeah, it's just it's just all around a bad situation, right? And this and this is messing with his legacy. We're talking about a guy who should be mentioned in the breast of the Patrick Mahomes and the Aaron Rodgers. He's that kind of guy, but he's not even getting a thought because his team is not there, and the the pieces and the people around him aren't right. So he's the one that's out of everybody. He's the one that's being the most done wrong, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And he's still making things happen. Didn't he lead in passing yards this year? It's crazy. Yeah, he led yep. the passing yards and yeah. passing attempts. It, it's crazy that he's able to do what he's able to do in spite of all the obstacles and hurdles that's thrown in his way. So in saying that, man, that dude, he he just deserves a better shot and a better shake at it. Yeah, we'll see. We hope. So I just hope he, he turned his career around. We'll figure that out next season if, if he is even with the Houston Texans next season. I hope not. Yep. Well, all right. Well, we thank you guys uh, for uh, joining us uh, this week. Again, we'll be back Thursday with our NBA talk. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday to discuss uh, the results of the championship games this weekend. And we'll have a, a Super Bowl um coming shortly thereafter so um please subscribe please hit the button or the thing on the thing uh to help the algorithm and we'll see you guys next week we out peace peace thank you thank you